Our second goal is to expose the works of darkness starting with entertainment, a device the devil uses to control your mind and soul. Why? Why? Because these are the subjects that are interwoven into a lot of your entertainment. Don't let them burn. This is Chris from Don't Let Them Burn. Welcome to the program. Just when you thought it was safe, when there was nothing else to say about Captain Marvel or Miss Marvel, there's more. So in this program, Kevin and I are going to break down a couple more things about this weird, um, somewhat new superhero in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. The one that we predict is going to give Thanos a run for his money when the series comes back this April, the end of April. It's right around the corner. So, hey, Kevin, how are you doing tonight? Been good, Chris. Uh, yeah, we got nine days till Endgame is, is in theaters. So, uh, wanted to say just uh, give a shout out and uh, to Chris tonight because uh, I mean Chris is a great friend and I wanted to uh, just uh, uh, just say he does some great research and uh, he threw he ran something by me and um, I never really heard uh the particular uh name that he he'd run by me so it didn't really i didn't really catch it but it was uh i did some further research on it and i thought man chris is, is really does his homework uh he found something in the film that was so obvious yet you know i was it made the connection that i was looking for where i was looking in a comic book that was 40 years old and you know, Chris is pointing out, hey, it, it's right there on the front of her costume, what you're looking for. So, yeah, Chris, I want to thank you for that. Oh, yes, indeed. It's, it's like uh, iron sharpens iron, my friend. And, uh, you know, it's, it's good to have two heads sometimes because some things you catch, I miss, you know. And what Kevin is talking about here is Captain Marvel has a star on her chest. And she comes from the planet of Hala. Now, in Arabic... Hala means like the glow around the moon, right? Or a halo, right? And they have a, I'll get back to the original character in a minute, but I have to go to Kamala Khan first so I connect this stuff right for you. Kamala Khan is the Islamic version of Miss Marvel, right? So it's, it's a symbolism that's relating to the God they worship, Allah, but it also go, goes back to the moon goddess, Diana. Right. And if you notice that Miss Marvel, the original or Kamala Khan even has a lightning bolt on her chest. And that's relating back to Satan. Um, Jesus seeing Satan fall from the sky like lightning. And this, this, the mystery school, the Masons and all this, they know this. And so some of this teaching that we're about to ex expose, actually, it's in Masonry. And we'll give you at least one quote that relates some some different aspects of the power source of these um, superheroes. But going back to the star on Captain Marvel's chest and the planet Hala, I, when I saw it, I said, you know what? That could be the star of Ishtar. And I said, maybe not. Because the way I, I remember seeing the star of Ishtar, it was kind of elongated a little bit. And they have these on some of the studios in Hollywood. So anyway, I went up and looked up the star of Inanna. And Inanna is more of um it, it's it's the equivalent of ishtar 
and she's the god of, of love, beauty, sex, desire, but it's also what we mentioned in the last video. She's also the queen of heaven, right? And her abode is supposed to be heaven, obviously, right? And the planet Venus, that's the symbology there. And uh, she's an, uh, also a hunter or a um, fertility goddess. And in Greek, it's Aphrodite. In Hinduism, it's Durga. In the Canaanite, it's Astarte, right? And in the Babylonian, it's, again, Ishtar. So uh, these... These 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 writers, these some of these people that come up with these characters, they always borrow from, not all, but most of them are borrowing from the old pagan goddesses that used to be worshipped heavily. And we'll get back, we'll get into some of the stuff dealing with um, the Christian period. But before I go on, Kevin, is there anything you want to add to that right there? Yeah, I wanted to make mention she is also in Yana. It's especially she's the goddess of war as well. So you see the duality in the nature. Yeah. On one hand, she's the goddess of love, but on the other hand, she's the goddess of war, full of full of power. And we see that just coming forth in the Captain Marvel character on the in the film. Yes, indeed. And um, for anyone out there, there's another. There's a DC counterpart to this character, and probably even many because we haven't researched every character. It's too many. But a famous one is Wonder Woman, right? And we talked about Wonder Woman in one of our reviews, and we revealed some things. But here we go. This counterpart has a star on her forehead. It's the same exact star that you find on Captain Marvel's chest, the Star of Inanna, right? And um, there's also something on Wonder Woman's chest, which is, well, looks like an eagle, right? But as you study some of these things in different cultures and Germanic culture, you know, going back to the Hellenistic period and stuff like that, you'll see that these eagles or seemingly eagles are usually the phoenix, birth and rebirth, uh, or infinity. And it has other meanings too, but we want to show you that just like these goddesses, when they were taken to different cultures or other cultures adapted them, they gave them different names, and you'll see some of that as we keep moving. Anything else, Kevin? No, but it, it's just the fact, you know, I never really paid much attention to that star, but, you know, when you mentioned that, I went, I went and started doing some study and, and, and made the linkage there and, and just and look at it, and, and you, you pull that star on her chest up, and it's there. It's that eight-pointed star. I mean, it's, it's as plain as, as the nose on your face, and, you know, that's really what this film, I think, is so dangerous about this film. You know, uh, I feel like Disney sort of did a, a, a bait and switch on us because, you know, before the movie came out, we just heard, you know, what an ultra, ultra feminist movie this was going to be. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, as I started watching it, I, I had my guard up and, you know, it, it didn't come off that bad as far as that goes. And, you know, I sort of relaxed and just, you know, sort of enjoyed it for entertainment. But as a you know, as Anna did more analysis on it, you know, this movie has a, a deep level of programming in it that you know, for the most part, is is very subtle. But it, it's carried the whole way through the film, and it's carried you know, as we mentioned last time, it's carried in the music. It's carried through every part of the film. A very deep layer of programming 
And I'm just, you know, it scares me the fact that I wonder if this is what we're going to uh, begin to see uh, more from Marvel and Disney in the future. I believe so, especially since it's linked with, with Disney. Um, but either way we take it, you know, uh, as, as we always mention, we go back to people like Jack Kirby and others, uh, even Stanley and um, what Jack Kirby did a lot of things in D.C. that they went over to Marvel and replicated. In the future, you're going to see two sets of movies come out and they're really telling the same story. You're going to see something, a movie come out called The Old Gods. That's by DC. And in Marvel, since they're taking most of their storytelling cosmic, you're going to see a movie come out called The Eternals. It's the same set of characters, just told a different way. And that's what we're trying to tell you. Um, most, most of our, our stories... Are, are really the same stories told a different way. They might add, uh, re replace the setting, replace some of the characters, switch them up a little bit, make some of the male, make some of the female, depending on where it's going. And they have the same archetypes, you know, the hero, the, the heroine, and the, the sidekicks and all this other stuff. Not saying that's all bad or something. We're just telling you that this, I, I believe in uh, storytelling in Hollywood that they're, don't, don't quote me on this, but I think it's like, five storylines that are always brought back up to tell new stories. Go ahead. Yeah, I, I think you're right. Yeah, there, there's a common, you know, a lot of those, even a lot of those storylines you can actually find in the scriptures, if they, you know, that 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 comes uh, uh, as far as the commonality of it. But, uh, yeah, and like I said, that, that's just really what is troubling me about this is, you know, even me, you know, as far as I'm always looking for stuff that, you know, even the, that level of program escaped me uh, at the first, but I think it's just because I was just looking for this radical feminine agenda to be displayed. And, you know, when I didn't see it, I just sort of, you know, started enjoying the film. But then, like I said, I got to see the, uh, the programming. And to me, it was uh, the, uh, the, as far as being examples, it's the deepest level of program I've seen yet in the Marvel series. Uh, and uh, uh, when you say that, uh, so many things came from my head, but I'm going to try to make this one not that long, right? Because <laughs> it's so many different levels of program, like you said. And when you go back to Infinity War and some of the ones before that, it's, it's, it's always there. But, but sticking to the feminist part, I want to say something about that is you cannot go into different genres or the political arena where feminism is without some sort of fertility goddess. Exactly. You can't. As so, now, I'm not saying every feminist thinking person, male or female, knows this. Some of them don't. But when you get down to the core of the politics, the, film the filmmaking, the storytelling, you'll always find some sort of female warrior goddess Earth worship goddess or Gaia, there's so many names for them, right? And um, I just want you to pay attention to that moving forward in your life. What does this pertain to? What is it teaching me? What is it teaching my kid? You know, and because um, we we all when we grew up, um, we didn't we didn't look at this stuff as anything. We didn't think of them as gods, but people that knew better than us, they knew. 
and they yeah. knew and they know now and they say it all the time on their on their shows i think i mentioned that last time before we leave this um the queen of heaven in ancient sumerian as far as the derivative of her name now this is going to blow you away mm-hmm. it comes from the words nin which mean lady and an capital a-n meaning sky Mm-hmm. And think back to her shirt. Now, I know that shirt, the nine-inch nail shirt, and we need to definitely talk about that as well. <laughs> satanic music. But, you know, this may seem like a coincidence, Chris, but mm. don't look at this. You know, the, the shirt she wore for, you know, a huge uh, part of the film, you know, it just seemed to be, you know, some of these things just seem to be innocent 90s props in there, like, you know, the song by Nirvana and her wearing this nine-inch nail shirt. But, and we need to talk about that group, Nine Inch Nails, and, uh, you know, some of their satanic lyrics. But uh, that N-I-N, in the ancient Sumerian, as far as that, the, uh, the meaning of the Queen of Heaven, it comes, it's derived from the words N-I-N, which means lady, mm. and then H, meaning sky. Mm. There you have another subliminal there that disguised as a prop from the 1990s exactly I, I i see that i see that i don't think it's coincidence at all because these guys have to make astute decisions before they make a film you know right uh so that's a good catch right there and um also uh, speaking of the star of inanna it's also on the flag of iraq and it's on the coat of arms of, of iraq so anyone that that loves to look into these things go ahead and check that out um, any more connections here to, oh, well, of course we said last week that the queen of heaven is found in the Bible. It's one of the gods that the Israelites, you know, did adultery, spiritual adultery with, um, when they disobeyed God. So you, you want to go into your scriptures and find where that is in the old Testament and it's in more than one place. So, and it won't be hard to find either. Um, just like ba- Baal. They did the same thing with Ishtar and other gods. So go ahead. Yeah, and you find it, uh, it's found mainly over there in the book of Jeremiah, and they talk about burning of incense, to her especially that was one of the things they did in, in the worship of her. But it said Astarte or Ishtar, she was connected with fertility, sexuality, and war. Her symbols were the lion, the horse, the sphinx, the dove, and guess this, and a star within a circle mm-hmm. indicating planet venus yeah <laughs> exactly yeah you, I, I, we say this to ourselves all the time we can't make this stuff up man it's we're not looking for something to be just sensationalized about it you know we want to sensationalize this whole thing and just to get views we're, we're, we're trying to teach you some deep truth here and our whole culture is being bathed and it's been for a long time not just our generation and um a lot of pagan stuff so, but remember now that Paul and some of the other disciples went to these places where it was totally pagan. So as our world turns into what we're seeing happening, um, some people don't recognize it because it's not, as soon as they walk out their front door, they're not seeing, you know, giant statues of this and that. But um, psychologically and mentally, and sometimes in your face, it's there, right? And as we go into the world, 
as Christians, as we're going in the world, these are the things we have to recognize because Paul had to recognize it, right? It doesn't mean you have to go and push down a statue or something. You have to do it in a Christ-like way and also educate your kids on what's really going on because he went and preached the gospel in uh, Acts um, 19, right? 1927, you, or even 1919, you see these ex-worshippers of Diana or Artemis, a.k.a. Wonder Woman, a.k.a. Captain Marvel, they burnt their books. And what they did with her, because it was, it, it was this, they were in one of the centers of, of the metropolis, you could call, right? One of the biggest places of, of trade and everything. And this stuff was worth a lot. A lot of people worship this queen of heaven or Artemis or Diana with fervence, fervency when it comes to pregnancy and, and all this other stuff. And they started throwing the books away, throwing away the magic items and all this stuff that God hates. They immediately did it. They didn't wait till they became better Christians. They didn't wait till they got more mature in their faith. They did it right away. But today, a lot of us are so in love with these things, we, we become fanatics and we join the fanatical kingdom, a.k.a. the fandom, and we go along with it all. Yes, you're not bowing down to it. Yes, some of you anyway, <laughs> right? Yes, you're not praying to them, some of you, right? Because what we've seen, um, talking to Carl Tykrib, and um, and and we've seen some resurgence around the world about these pagan uh, deities is that they're literally showing up to people. You hear that? They're showing up to people. That, so these spirits, the fallen angels or whatever demonic beings are active. And that's why the, 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 the show American Gods is on TV right now. And you, you OK, let's move on. <laughs> You know, I was thinking, you know, I wonder what, you know, these things we're seeing, I'm just wondering what we'd see if we'd watched it a couple more times, Chris. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Because uh, these things are just popping out that, you know, that, which, you know, I believe that, you know, we, uh, you know, as we we pray about these things and, you know, I believe some of these things were revealed to us, but, you know, I just wonder what would happen. We'd watched a little bit closer that, you know, maybe there's even more there that we're not seeing. Yeah. And speaking of more, I know you have a section to talk about, but I want to make this this connection to the powers and also to Shazam. Right. And right. this isn't a Shazam review, so don't don't hold on too much. We're not going to talk that long about him. Billy Batson, when he calls on the name Shazam, he's calling on six elements. OK. And one of them is the wisdom of Solomon from the Bible. The other one is Hercules. Right. And we have the stamina of Atlas, the power of Zeus, the courage of Achilles, the speed of Mercury, just like the flash. So he's using these forces, even though Solomon wasn't a god and Achilles was out of you know a, a mythology. Right? right. He's still calling on these elements. Right. And there's a quote from Freemasonry. I want you to think about when I as far as the powers when captain marvel finally becomes who she's going to be the the, the powerful superhero uh, untouchable heroine right 
watch what's the connection I make here. But first, before I make this connection, I got to tell you about one other thing. It's called the Veil of Isis. The Veil of Isis basically broke down into, into a simplest form is when the veil is on Isis, she cannot see what's out there in nature. She can't get the, 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 um, the illumination, the gnosis, the knowledge. When you take the veil off, she starts to know everything. That's the veil. What happened in Captain Marvel when the restrictions were taken off, like we talked about in the last um, video, she became enlightened, empowered with everything she was going to be from this supernatural, I call, demonic power of the Force, right? Then in, in Shazam, he's hurling the lightning of Hercules in some cases, right? And there's some funny moments in the film where he's doing that. But this is a quote from Manly P. Hall, the Freemason uh, of the time, literary mind. And he says, when the Mason learns that the key to the warrior on the block is, to, is the proper application of the dynamo of living power, he has learned the mystery of his craft. The seething energies of Lucifer are in his hands. And before he may step onward and upward, he must prove his ability to properly apply energy. I, I can't make it up. You know, right. remember some of these people knew about Freemasonry too. You can't you can't study Freemasonry without coming around coming about uh, Manly P. Hall and um, Albert Pike. You you can't. <laughs> so, um, anything you want to add to that, real quick? Just uh, going. You know, you mentioned the the Egyptian gods as far as Isis and then as far as Isis and Osiris as far as uh, connection with Shazam. They're, I mean, they're really the same gods as far as Ishtar and Tammuz. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, um, and I want you to notice they both carry the same storyline where the female deity becomes the savior. Mm -hmm. the, the male deity is, of course, in Osiris. He's killed and cut up in pieces. And then even Tammuz is sent down to the underworld. And Ishtar has to go through, I believe it is, seven gates to save him. And when she, she, as she has to give up, the story goes, she has to give up something as she goes through every gate. And by the time she finds him, she's naked. Uh, but the woman, the female de deity, becomes the savior in both stories. Oh, yes. Yes. And everything I mean, so the end game there. Yeah. Uh, you, you, people you won't notice unless you study some of the mythology out there and other issues, of course. But it's true, you know. And all I'm saying is to guard your heart. We're not telling you what to watch, when to watch it, how to watch it. But we have, as Christians, if you're a Christian listening, we have the responsibility to honor God in everything we do. Right. And um, most people are going to say, well, not most, but some people are going to say, you know, this might be a little legalistic. No, we're, we're like, again, we're not telling you what to do. Um, but if you're not a Christian, you might want to start thinking about some of this. What's being propelled against you and society in this particular time? You know, it's, it's becoming a massive tidal wave of all of these replacement gods that people are dressing yeah. up as. Given their, the people have bought 
as far as Marvel's Endgame, people have bought tickets for Wednesday, uh, for Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. If you look at what tickets cost nowadays, that's a lot of money, right? Yeah. So they're worshiping them in certain ways. Um, and this is found back in the day, too, when you would worship a god with your, with your finances and other means, sprinkle a little ash or whatever for a blessing. So we're, we're deeply connect, uh, disconnected from history in a lot of ways. And um, you go to any professor, they'll tell you, tell you that what we're talking about is true. Go ahead. And, you know, go, just going back to what you said there at first, we're told in the scriptures to guard our heart with all diligence. It says, because out of it are the issues of life. And, you know, you, you know, I'm, I'm not legalistic by any means. You know, I can go in there and watch anything I want to on TV. Mm-hmm. But I'm telling you, if I sit down and watch, if there's a show on about, I mean, there, I, I was, uh, I, I'm not going to mention any shows, but I'm just going to, the name, but I'm just going to throw out, I'm watching a show about zombies or, or vampires. Mm-hmm. I see that stuff, and it'll get in my mind, and it'll finally, it'll work its way down in my heart. And, you know, before I know it, you know, it's almost like there's a dark cloud hanging over my head. Mm-hmm. And it's not that I've really done anything wrong. I've just sat there and had my eyes glued to the TV, but I've let that stuff get into my, and it's going to work its way down in your heart eventually. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's what it's all about, really, when you come down to beer bones. It's about the heart. Uh, when you uh, make a decision towards Jesus, the Holy Spirit moves on your heart and you make a heart change. And it says that the, the issues of life flow from the heart, you know, not the mouth, the heart. Right. And so we have to be careful what we're putting in there. And, you know, we're already infected with a ton of stuff from this world. Um, so I, I, it's just, a, I guess, a little bit of caution from us because there's, there's more to come and it's going to get darker as far as what they're going to show you. Believe you me, guys, we, we see it coming. So what else do we have here that we want to reveal to the audience? Well, just going back, you know, I was talking about the 90s props, and we talked about as far as, of course, you know, she crashes into the Blockbuster old store, and she picks up, uh, you know, I think she shoots off Schwarzenegger's head there on the uh, on the uh, advertisement there that's standing up. But we mentioned the Nirvana song, and that was there for a reason. And I believe just as, you know, of course, the, we just mentioned the 9 as far as being in the language is as far as that that word picture put up there for people to see and be, you know, put in their eye gate constantly to the movie. But also the fact that the group there that, you know, the nine inch nails and, you know, we're told that, you know, those nine inch nails are supposed to represent the, the spikes that crucified Jesus. And, right. and the, the, the leader of this group, uh, Trent Reznor, I mean, he is, you know, he, he produced, he got, uh, Marilyn Manson started, you know, he's the one that got produced, the, you know, his first, uh, album. Yeah. And this man, you know, as far as his lyrics and his songs, and, uh, this, as far as his, the viewpoint of God, I want you to read what he wrote here. It says, the clouds will part and the sky cracks open and God himself will reach his arm through just to push you down, hmm. just to hold you down. So holding hmm. her down, the supreme intelligence was mm-hmm. holding her down. That that group is not in there by accident, Chris. Right? Yeah, yeah. But oh, but I I, I can't remember if we mentioned it in the last video, but they're always uh, telling uh, allegory or a gnostic version of reality. Basically, what that means is 
the God of the Bible who is good and pure, he is turned into an evil God in, in different ways. It could be a, from a female perspective or from a male perspective. And Satan or Lucifer or any of these fallen angels are turned into the good guys, a.k.a. in this one, it's Artemis, Ishtar, Queen of Heaven, that sort of thing. So when you're giving your worship, even if it's a small worship, like, yay, she won, you're really giving your praise to a demonic or, you know, satanic deity. Exactly. And then Reznor, you know, he one of their videos actually captured, it had a mock sacrifice of a, of a monkey. And in that, you know, he, the, the quote was throughout by him, it says, and, you know, this may not be exact quote, but I've captured the meaning. He was saying that, he said, if you think that, you know, if you think I was trying to put across the satanic point or something about this video was satanic, he, this is what he said. He said, great. <laughs> he, he thought it was great if somebody thought that, but he put it out that video. So that group was not put in there by accident. Of course, it, it had to do with the word picture as well. But, the, you know, the, the fresh, the, them watching the Fresh Prince of, Bel Air down there in Louisiana, that might have been, you know, an innocent prop. But most of these things, you know, they're not innocent. They have to go along with the programming of the movie. And and these these writers and producers, they have carefully inserted these things in, mm-hmm. you know. As far, and, you know, there's no telling what else they put in there that, you know, as far as some other subliminal signal we may not be catching. All right, because a lot of it's in the background or something, you know. So, hey, it, it's true. And so... Um. Again, guard your heart. And this is—it's not just in superhero movies. Just to let you know, it's also in video games. It's also in uh, sci-fi, as we cover a lot of that, and some stuff that seem innocent too. You know, Monsters Inc. and a couple other places. A lot of other places. Let me say that. Um, some of it's right in your face. Other ones are, are overtly and you know in the background subtly, or or in what the people are saying they'll put quotes from some of these Masonic authors or others, uh, people that hated God into the movie, in the dialogue of the movie. So um, it's a lot to break down, but at the same time, we do what we can in, in the space uh, of time that we, we're allotted. So just, again, stay focused on Jesus. Uh, you know, there's a lot of people on YouTube that do great work breaking, a lot, breaking down a lot of this stuff. However, I think we're coming from a totally different aspect based on our um, history on this earth as Kevin and I, how we grew up, how we see see things and how we blend together as brothers in Christ. Because I see a lot of people doing this stuff, but they're, they're not really leading people to Christ. And some of them don't even want to call themselves Christian. So that's disturbing to me because a Christian is a follower of Christ. I know a lot of people out there are using uh, Christ's name to do bad things, but many are called and chosen or few. So Satan always puts some dilution in there to get people astray. And, and you know, you, you have these fake ones out there that are calling themselves Christians, waving a banner, but they're not. So just be aware of that. That's all I'm saying. Be aware and and get into your word. Get into the word of God because that's how you're going to be able to decipher who's real, who's maybe not that close to God. Let me say that. And who's fake. 
So we, you always want to honor God and not run away from it as a true Christian. Go ahead. Yeah, I, I totally agree. I mean, uh, we we came from, I guess, you know, probably two totally different backgrounds, but as far as the, the way the Lord brought us together, as far as our interest and uh, the things, we have definitely a commonality in that. And, and uh, like I said, I appreciate you, brother, uh, for your friendship. And uh, as you mentioned before we started, iron definitely sharpens, or when we started, iron definitely sharpens iron. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, that, and that's it. We're just, you know, we're not coming on here to be, as Chris mentioned, to be sensational. We just we just are who we are. I mean, I, I don't know any way other to be. You know, I'm not out here. You know, there's so many, uh, I don't know, men, you call them ministry. Some of them you might even call businesses, yeah. you know, out here to make a dollar. Mm-hmm. And you want to get as many views as they can. They want to get as many likes and many subscriptions. You know, we're, we're not here for that. You know, yeah. we're here to get the, the news out. And, you know, if something, if we can say something about one of these movies and that piques your interest to get in the scriptures, yeah, you know, amen for that. Because that's, that's where we want to get. You know, we want to show you the things that's being brought to you, trying to influence you uh, for the, for the you know, the wrong, for the, the evil things in this world that's trying to influence you and your family. We want you to know about these things, you know, that we wouldn't be ignorant of Satan and his devices because he has many devices out there today to gather our attention. And, you know, on the, on the, on the surface, these are things I'll look, these comic books, I've read comic books for years. And, you know, I've read, let me mention to Chris that uh, the Avengers 200 we were talking about last time. I read that when I was a kid and I just thought it was just this stupid story. I really didn't even like the comic, but I liked the Avengers. But, now that I look at it, I say, wow, I can't believe they were putting this in the comic books, you know, for, you know, seven, eight-year-olds, nine-year-olds to read. Mm-hmm. But they were doing it back then. And, but now it's just with, with the movies and social media, it is just so much more in people's faces and so much more to, to gather people's times. And, you know, that's the main thing I see with, with all the media, with all the social media, with all the video games, with all the movies. They may not... Uh, they might may not influence you out to go out here and worship Satan. No one thing they're doing. They're stealing people's time a day at a time. Right. You know, we don't have time on this earth. You know, we're told that our life is but a paper that appears for a short time and then vanishes away. We've not got with just a little time on this earth. You know, and you know, I, I think about, you know, and you know, I'm almost half a century old, you know, we'll be in a few years. Yeah. And I like where is the time went? But you know, it's just it goes by a day at a time, a day at a time. Mm-hmm. And that's all Satan has to do. He just wants to get this day from me, and then maybe he'll get another day from me tomorrow, and the next day, and the next thing. And, you know, next, you know, you know, before you know it, you're dead and gone. And, you know, if you hadn't made the decision for Christ, you hadn't been saved, you know, you're going you're gonna to stand before a holy God one day and give an account for yourself. And you won't have an advocate, an advocate there. You won't have uh, Jesus Christ standing there. You know, with his blood covers you, you'll be standing there on your own, standing before your Creator, the one that created you, and answer for your sins and answer the way you've lived your life. And uh, we just want you to, uh, we want better things. You know, we want everyone listen. My prayer is tonight, everyone listen to this. You know, if you're not saved, I pray, you know, you can call Chris, you can call me, you can get in touch with Chris, he'll give you my number. You know, I'll talk to you, Chris will talk to you. You know, that that's the, name of his ministry don't let them burn he doesn't want to see anyone burn and neither do i 
Mm-hmm. You know, God gives us a choice. And what we do with every day, it, you know, it, it does matter. You know, a lot of times we look back at the end of the day, man, I've wasted that day. Mm-hmm. You know, that's 24 hours we'll never get back, Chris. That's yeah. gone. Yeah. And, you know, you look back and, you know, those days become months, those months become years. Before you know, those years are decades. The next thing you know, we look back and our life is gone. Yeah. You know, I've got my, youngest, my oldest daughter, excuse me, is in a freshman in college. And, I, I, you know, I look back and it's where's the time? Mm-hmm. It just goes a day at a time. It goes a day at a time. And that, that's, my, that's my admonition for you tonight. You know, just give your heart to the Lord before it's too late. Amen. Amen. And um, we're going to come back with more, Lord willing. We'll be back with more. And um, got a lot to cover this summer and working on all these projects and stuff. And don't forget that I'm also working on a, on a DVD called The Alien Deception Entertainment Frontlines. Not sure when it's going to come out. Right now it's just coming soon, okay? So we, uh, keep, keep uh, pay attention to that. And um, uh, if you haven't seen the trailer, it's on the channel. Um, follow us on the, the podcast. Support us by sharing this, these um, podcasts and the videos wherever you can and we just again just heed you to turn to the lord today the world has enough to take your attention like kevin said and uh just feel for you out there that aren't saved so (laughs) christ bled on the cross for all of us and he he rose on the third day for you for me for everyone he doesn't want anyone to go to hell and that's the point of this whole ministry to pull you guys if you're not saved out of the fire and if you are saved equip you to reach the lost so in, in all of that i just want to say thank you for joining us and thank you kevin for coming on and thank remember you. remember out there don't let them burn i want you to think of a time when you had control over your mind now think of a time when you let anything into your subconscious Have we been led to a critical junction by unseen forces? What does this mean for the future of mankind? What have you been trained to believe about UFOs and aliens? Have you been deceived? Are you waiting for something to show up? In this groundbreaking documentary film, the veil will be lifted, your eyes will be open, as the truth is exposed like never before. We are not alone, but they are not what you think. Disclosure is near, so what will be the event? The one event that will fool the global population in the last days? Find out soon as we uncover the alien deception. Entertainment Frontlines. If you like our videos, don't forget to hit the subscribe button and the notification bell to get all our frequent updates.